This is Napkin Scribbles, a podcast by Arthur and Professor Leonard Sweet. Today's Napkin Scribble is sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. Now here's Leonard Sweet. Sunday night worship is when you were free to bring out all the cross songs, the songs about the cross. And you increasingly don't hear today songs about the cross for a lot of reasons, Some, not any of which I found to be good ones because, you know, people don't want, oh, it's so, what you talk about blood and gore and then you get the whole, yeah, well, that's part of the story. Well, yeah, but it's so morose and somber. Yeah, well, that, but it's, the paradox is that at the cross is where we find freedom. And that, But it used to be Sunday night worship, bring out the cross. Was Jesus there, the cross alone, and all the world go free? Or at Calvary, anybody remember that one? At Calvary, years I spent it in vanity and pride, caring not my Lord was crucified, knowing not it was for me he died. On Calvary, and then everybody kind of swelled. Mercy, there was great, and grace was free. Pardon, there was multiplied to me, there my burden soul found liberty at Calvary. And then that last stanza, oh, the love that drew salvation's plan. Oh, the grace that brought it down to man. Oh, the mighty gulf that God did span at Calvary. Well, the, the cross song that I want us not to forget and not to leave behind, the cross chorus, if you will, is actually an Isaac Watts one. Now, I cannot imagine, we know this song by the chorus. I cannot imagine Isaac Watts writing the, the chorus, but maybe he did, okay? But here's the, the song. It's called At the Cross, At the Cross. And it starts off, and this is the song that taught me the meaning of the word alas, okay? Alas, and did my Savior bleed. And did my sovereign die? Would he devote that sacred head for such a worm as I? Now, here comes this chorus that I just can't believe Watts wrote it because it's so lilting and tilting and all these. It's so uncharacteristic of him. But you can hear it as I say it. Can you hear it being sung? At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light. And the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight. And now I am happy all the day. And then that last fifth stanza, but drops of grief can ne'er repay. The debt of love I owe, here, Lord, I give myself away, tis all that I can do. When Fanny Crosby heard that last stanza, the debt of love I owe, here, Lord, I give myself away. She was so moved to tears of joy and repentance, she stood up. And she gave her life to Christ. That was her moment of decision. And she said, here I am, Lord. That phrase of Isaac Watts, the debt of love I owe, here, Lord, I give myself away. Now, at the cross, notice at the cross is where you get happy and become happy all the day. The burdens of your heart roll away and you become happy all the day. And this is one of the things we forget about the, the, these choruses and these Sunday night worship songs, is this was a time for the church to get happy. 
This is a time when, oh, say, but I'm glad. This is a time, there's a song in my heart today. This is a, so this is a time with, in the black tradition, oh, happy day. But you sang it because you understood the meaning, the enormity of what Jesus did on the cross. Now, happy, glad means joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. If the church is weak, you begin to wonder, where's the joy? Um, no joy, no, no, no joy, no, no strength. Um, no strength, no joy. But the joy is not the kind of, for he's a jolly good fellow joy, but my soul rejoices in the Lord. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Enter the joy of the Lord. It's the joy that the cross brings and the freedom that comes with it. I, I think it was really amazing, one of the most amazing um, similes Jesus gives in his whole ministry is when he talks about a woman's pain of childbirth turning to joy. It's John 16, 21, if you want to look it up. Now, he didn't know anything about the pain of childbirth, but you wonder if he thought about his mother Mary's pain in giving birth and the pain of the groaning and the travail of that agony, but yielding the joy. And this is kind of a, a foretaste, if you will, an earnest of what he would experience uh, on, the, on the cross. Your pain will turn into joy, is Jesus' exact words. Or George Matheson, the blind Scottish preacher who lost in love but won in spirit, wrote these words, O joy that seekest me through pain, I cannot close my heart to thee. I trace the rainbow through the rain and feel the promise is not vain that morn shall tearless be. If you ask someone the shortest verse in the Bible, most likely they will say, Jesus wept. But the true shortest verse in the Bible is, and it doesn't look like it at first, it's 1 Thessalonians 5.16, rejoice always. Now it's two words. You say, well, there are longer letters than Jesus wept. Yeah, but in the Greek, they're to rejoice always is two characters shorter than um, Jesus wept, or three characters if you use spaces. So, we have to remember that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And this is probably why Jesus is the bright and morning star of old hymnody, not the evening star. He's the bright and morning star, the joy of the Lord that comes at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight, and now I am happy all the day. Thank you for listening to Napkin Scribbles. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with a friend today. Today's Napkin Scribbles was sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. For Professor and Arthur Leonard Sweet, until next time, happy scratching and scribbling.